Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast, Thrifting Ain't Easy. My name is Erica, and as you see by the title of this week's episode, we are going to be talking about Poshmark cases. Poshmark cases are a little hard to deal with and a little hard to maneuver. Um, They're just not fun. Put it in plain English, they're just not fun. And having customers want to return items that you know are good, or sometimes, you know, you can understand their side, Um, is just, it's a hassle and that's just it. But the good thing with Poshmark is that it goes through case system and sellers do have the opportunity to defend themselves and sometimes it does work. So I want to give you guys some tips and tricks on navigating Poshmark cases and even tell you guys a couple of stories that I have had, um, some good and bad luck with Poshmark cases. And yeah, so if you are interested in learning about how you can be handling Poshmark cases a little bit better, just keep on listening. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When it happens, you know. Getting that notification stating that a buyer has opened a case, it stings and it leaves you shocked. But I want to let you guys know the biggest tip that I can offer you is to think before you type. Same thing goes for a lot of different situations, but in the case of Poshmark cases, make sure you do not reply off of emotion. That's like the biggest takeaway I want you guys to walk away from this episode with. So, Before you respond, you need to evaluate the reason for the buyer's return request. Was it something that you may have done or, you know, was this completely on them? But you need to make sure that you evaluate everything and see if they have a legitimate reason for the return request. Sometimes we make mistakes as sellers. Sometimes we don't check everything to a T and there could be holes, um, faulty zippers, a stain. So many things can go into a seller error. So to categorize the seller error, I want to talk about some of the main things that people will try to return items for. So one thing is the wrong listed size. That happens to some of us, um, you know, especially if maybe the tag is not there or anything like that and you have to measure if you don't measure it correctly and it's a completely different size than it actually is or you just misread the label. 
putting the wrong size on a listing and then selling it to that person and they're like, this is not the correct size, that's a reason for a return request. Another thing, you completely send the wrong item. That happens to some of us, you know, especially when the holiday season is coming up and you just want to get, 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 get all these different sales and you do. And sometimes just going so fast and so forward can leave you with the wrong item. So sending the wrong item. Um, Undisclosed wear or tear. So having holes, stains, no matter how small it is and minor you think it is, to someone else that might not be minor and they can turn it around and do a case for that. Um, And another thing is the item is different than the photos. So if you, in in the last few years, Poshmark has definitely started discouraging stock photos but if say you are using a stock photo and the item that you sent looks nothing like the stock photo whether that's your fault or the company's fault it doesn't matter if it doesn't look anything like the photo Poshmark will most likely side with the buyer so getting more into that it's all about making sure you know, you do what you're supposed to do, but there are some times when Poshmark cases are inevitable. Even the top sellers have had Poshmark cases against them. And of course, some of these, a lot of these are seller mistakes. However, there are some of people just with malicious intent, and you also can't help that. You can just really, really hope that Poshmark will be on your side. Um, So yeah, just make sure before you even respond to that first comment, because Um, How cases are run, you will get a notification and you will get an email letting you know that your buyer has put up a case against the item and the buyer gets first dibs on a comment. They get to take pictures and do that whole thing um, and include any information that they need or want to to help them get the refund and then you get to respond next. So they have first dibs at talking but you get to respond right after. So with that being said, you before you even respond evaluate the reason for your buyer's request do they have a legitimate case or do you have it in the bag that's just the way it goes and um so make sure you understand what they're saying and make sure understand their argument also before you even think about replying if it sounded like it doesn't fit them simply but it actually turns out to be on your end that you put the wrong size Maybe try to reevaluate that and be like, all right, you make a valid point. Um, Sometimes you can close the case early just by accepting the refund, whatever you want to do. But if you have a legitimate case that you know is unfair and you know that this person might not be telling the truth or something, that's when you definitely want to fight it. So you have the next opportunity, and that is to respond to the case. Once you've evaluated it and saw whether it's legitimate or illegitimate, that's when you need to move on to how you're going to respond to this case. Um, so if you have determined that it is an illegitimate reason to return an item, you need to respond to that customer and tell them exactly what you know. Um, So I'm going to give you guys a little personal anecdote. I have dealt with a couple 
um, Poshmark cases since selling on the platform. Um, I've said this before. I think I've been selling for around six years. Um, so you guys can imagine all that I've dealt with. But one case in particular definitely sticks out in my mind. Um, and this is this there's going to be a tying point to this. So I'm going to tell the story. This happened around three years ago. This was pre-pandemic life. Um, actually, excuse me, it happened around four years ago. It was before I was in college. Um, but it happened around four years ago. And we, my grandmother, we have a Poshmark with my grandmother. She has her Poshmark and it's with her store. And on that Poshmark, we sell prom dresses. If you want to check that out, you can go to GW Dresses on Poshmark. Um, Just a little plug. But on that Poshmark, we sell dresses. And that one particular day, someone bought a dress and it was such a beautiful dress. I absolutely loved dress. Um, It was a dress that we had in our store. Um, No complaints, nothing wrong with it. It was perfect. So at that time, Poshmark, I think, only allowed five images. Now they have expanded to more, which is great. But at that time, I think Poshmark only allowed five images um, for each listing. So I filled it up. We filled it up with the photos of the dress and there were some things that weren't included, but we had extra photos in um, in my phone, which took the photos to upload it to Poshmark or someone else's phone. I don't know, um, but it was someone else's phone um, to upload it to Poshmark. So we had the dress up there. Someone said they loved it. They bought it. They got it everything happened and it was fine. Um, so a couple of days after the dress was delivered, we get the notification that a case has been opened against a sale that we made. So it was none other than that beautiful dress you just sold. And someone said that there was a hole in the zipper and they could not wear the dress and they were asking for a full refund. Poshmark then intervened because it's you, the person who sent the request, and then a Poshmark representative. So it's three people in this case dispute. Literally, think of it like a courtroom. Um, You have two sides, and then you have the moderator. You have the person in the middle. You have the judge who's going to make the decision of ultimately to return or not to return. This was a pretty expensive dress, and, you know, a sale is a sale, and we really did not want it to be returned, especially if it was broken. Um, The dress was in amazing, perfect condition when it was sent out. Nothing was wrong with it. And you could tell the picture she sent of the dress being ripped was because she didn't fit into it. You could tell because it stretched out the zipper, causing the hole. So, um, but the good thing is we had extra pictures to go along with it. And um, so you can submit pictures with your case if you have other pictures. And that's exactly what we did. Um, We sent pictures. I sent zoomed in pictures of the zipper to show that there was absolutely no wear or tear on that dress. And that the hole appeared after this person had had the dress and maybe even worn it or used it. This was not at all on us. The underlying, the overlying you know, part of this I want you guys to take from is to make sure you have as many pictures as possible on 
any item you have of every single angle just in case a case does get opened and you can defend yourself. That was just such an amazing thing that I had extra photos in my phone so I could look through and I saw the zipper um, and that helped me defend myself. But the sad part is this story doesn't necessarily end on a happy note. Poshmark still decided to side with the buyer even though it was clearly not anything that we did and that did I'm going to be honest that caused me to resent Poshmark for a little bit because we had photo proof that the dress was in upstanding condition and her argument was that there was a hole in the dress when she got it and we proved that it there wasn't and Poshmark still sided with the buyer and we had to get our dress back we did eventually end up selling that dress it did take longer way longer than it should have and than we thought but that's just how it is. Poshmark sometimes sides with buyers, sometimes it doesn't. You have to be at the utmost ready for anything. And that's why um, the next part that I was talking about is responding to the case. If you feel a reason for, you know, the return request that it's illegitimate, craft up that response and make sure your side of the case is heard. If you have proof that can help you, even though it didn't necessarily work in my story and it wasn't a happy ending, if you have proof that can help you, proof of photos that you took or anything else, send that in with your response in that first response. Get everything you need to say out of it, out of it, and send in those pictures, add all the details that you have, and defend yourself like you would in a courtroom case. You know, it's just... That's what you've got to do. You've got to advocate for yourself if you know that this is illegitimate. Because the sad part is, as much as we all love being a reseller, there are some people who want to get over. There are some people who purely just want to buy off of there and wear it that one time for that one event they need. And when they're done, they don't want it anymore. People do that in in-person stores. What makes you think they wouldn't do it for online stores? Um, So just make sure that you have your side of the story straight and you can prove that their claim is illegitimate. Um, And just to go over this to help you guys out when you're crafting up your response. First things first, if you get any return requests for this, just know you're probably going to win. Poshmark does not allow returns on if an item does not fit, if the buyer does not like the item, if the buyer changed their mind about the item, or if the buyer found a cheaper item elsewhere. Poshmark will absolutely not take a return for any of those things. Um, In the case of if the item doesn't fit, I know earlier we were talking about putting the wrong size, but that is completely different. If you have the correct size on that listing, they still buy it and it doesn't fit them, you cannot return that. So if you get a case for something like that, I would, of course, state your side um, and remind Poshmark of the rules and letting them know someone is trying to return for something that does not fit and that is not something I'm held responsible for and leave it at that. But if it is something outside of these four, then that's when you're going to have to bring the case. You're going to have to bring those extra photos and navigate the best way possible. So I want to read that to you again. Some reasons that Poshmark will not return is the item does not fit, the buyer does not like the item, the buyer changed their mind about the item, or the buyer found an item that is cheaper. But 
there are some things that Poshmark might be iffy with you on and might not help you with. So, here are some reasons that it could go either way. The color of the item doesn't match the pictures or what it was described to be as. The measurements you gave, if someone asked for measurements, and it didn't match the buyer's measurements, it's, they still decided to buy. Poshmark could maybe lean the other way. Um, the buyer suspects the item is counterfeit. The item has a strong smell or the item is shrunken. There are a few things, like if you are, this is just common courtesy, but also this will definitely help you in the long run. If you smoke and you are in a smoking household, you need to denote that on your Poshmark listing. If not, someone could easily take that as a Poshmark case and let Poshmark know they never stated that this came from a smoking household and this item reeks of cigarette smokes. That's what they could do and Poshmark could also, in a sense, side with them if they find it to be sufficient enough. It's just that clear. Um, so you need to denote as many things and if you don't see it at that moment, don't necessarily just flip out on your customer. Also try to see their side. If you didn't denote that you were in a smoking household and you still sent something that smells a lot like smoke, you've got to be, you know, common courtesy to people who have different allergens, people who have different bodies, who can't handle cigarette smoke or smoke like that, or um, people who have allergies and you don't denote that you have dogs. Here. So just be as open as possible and include as much as possible. I'm going to give you guys now five tips for responding to that Poshmark case comment. The number one tip is to be as professional as possible. We are all sellers. We are all business owners and we should take it like that. We should be as professional as possible. Just as if somebody was walking into your brick and mortar demanding a return, the same thing should be handled on Poshmark. You need to be um, just kind to them and let them know, hey, though I don't agree with you, I'm going to be as kind as possible and as professional as possible. Do not curse at them. Um, Do not be negative to them, do not talk about them, be as professional as possible. Number three, I mean, number two, sorry, number two, I've already talked about this, but provide those additional photos. If you have extra photos that can help your case, provide those with your response and use that as evidence to back yourself up. Number three, respond to Poshmark and not the buyer. So if you, if they first speak their thoughts and do their first little response, add the comment as though you were just talking to that Poshmark employee. And that goes back into the professionalism realm. You need to respond to that buyer like you're talking to Poshmark and talk to Poshmark only, honestly, in that sense, and let them know why you are correct, why their claim is illegitimate, and why they should believe you. You are not talking to the buyer. The buyer can say some pretty mean things to you, so ignore them and talk to Poshmark, because you are trying to win this case through Poshmark's eyes, not the customer. The customer does not really make anything. The Poshmark is the one, Poshmark is the one that makes the difference. So talk to Poshmark only. Do not talk to the buyer because if you talk to the buyer, that can leave with some hurt feelings. 
Um, number five, if you need some extra backing up about sizing or color, whatever it is, that's when you can turn to, you know, retail listings. You can turn to the descriptions that they provide and even the stock images that they provide. If it comes from a specific brand that you can trace back and find that information on the internet, if they say that something is wrong with the item or if they say that the color is incorrect, point them to the actual retail listing and use that as a way to back you up. Number four, I am so sorry, I keep messing up. Number five, cite the Poshmark policy. When someone is doing one of the things I told you that Poshmark will absolutely not return for, just let them know. Cite the Poshmark policy. Remind that Poshmark worker, just because this does not fit them does not mean that they can get a return for this. Um, And just make everyone aware of the policy so that they understand where you're coming from and why you're correct in this sense. The biggest thing that I want you guys to take away from this episode is that keeping the emotion in the emotion and your personal feelings out of this conversation is so important. At the end of the day, this is a business transaction. You need to be as communicative as possible, but you need to put your emotional and personal feelings out through the window. You have to because this is a professional thing. This reflects on you and this gives you training for making this Poshmark a real thing, especially if you are, you know, a part-time Poshmarker or just a side Poshmarker and you want to one day have this as a full-time job. You need to be able to navigate these customer service things of people wanting to return and people talking about your Um, products in a negative way, even though it might not be true and it might be against what you are valuing. But at the end of the day, this is a business transaction. So you need to be as kind as possible. If you are selling on Poshmark as someone who is just selling to get rid of clothing items, that is a completely different story. That is when, you know, you should still keep your emotions out of it and be kind to each other. But it's not a business transaction necessarily for you. You just get the item back and you'll try to sell it again. But if you are trying to make Poshmark your job and you are trying to make this your career and your livelihood, you need to take every moment like a Poshmark case or negative feedback as a moment you can learn from. Um, So just keep up that communication with that buyer and say, hey, I'm so sorry if this did not come the way you expected it, but I am correct in what I was doing and here is why. Back up yourself in a way that they can't deny it and present yourself to Poshmark as someone who does not have a temper and as someone who takes this serious and will work to make things better. Always, always, always show and put your best foot forward. So going back, I wanted to reiterate on one of those tips I just said. Address Poshmark and not the buyer. When the case opens, you need to talk to Poshmark because this will help you keep things professional and keep all of your personal feelings out of it. If you do directly talk to the buyer, that's when you're going to get antsy. That's when you're going to get snappy. But when you're talking to Poshmark, it's like you're talking to your employer. It's like you're talking to your boss. And you're going to tell them straightforward what happened, why you're correct, and why they should take your side. Always keep that that idea of address Poshmark and not the buyer in mind because that can guide you in the right direction of making sure you're as professional 
and personable as possible. Do not be emotional in a sense like this, but still show empathy. Still show that buyer, hey, I know you didn't really like this package, but you still want them to recommend you to others or whatever it is. So handle this in the best way possible and do not let your emotions get the best of you. I have had my fair share of Poshmark cases. I do want to tell you um, a successful one. A successful one actually happened um, a couple of weeks ago on mine. I sold a pair of um, show me your moo shorts and the buyer claimed that it was a defecty zipper and I'm trying to think the buyer showed that it was a defecty zipper and once again I had photos to come in and save the day um, and it ended up working itself out I handled it in a professional way um, though Poshmark did decide to side with the buyer because I was so nice to the buyer and I addressed the situation at hand and held it in a professional manner the buyer was the one to actually drop the Poshmark case keep the item and I still got my profit that just shows you the power of being kind and the power of being professional. The buyer was like, you know what, I'm actually going to drop this case. This is perfectly fine. Like, I won't be able to get the Show Me Your Moo shorts at any other price. And I really don't want to send this item back. I'm going to drop this case. And she did. And I I was really grateful for that moment because I was like, you know, I was having trouble. It was about to be enter the winter months. And I'm like, I'm going to have a hard time selling these shorts. And just holding myself in a professional manner helped the buyer realize that she wanted to retract this case. And she did. And I'm really grateful for that. So that anecdote right there should just show the importance of being professional, being kind, and, you know, helping out your buyer in a sense if you do know that you were in the wrong in a situation. So yeah, dealing with Poshmark cases can be really hard, be really challenging, but you guys can do it. If you need any more tips or tricks on this subject matter, um, feel free to DM me on the Instagram. I am going to shout out that Instagram one more time. If you guys are not following our Instagram at Pod on Instagram, please do. I would love for you guys to on there. I post episodes topics. You guys can reach out to me via DM and talk to me. If you have any episode ideas you want me to go over, please let me know. These episodes are back and better than ever. We are doing the bi-weekly schedule, as I've said before, um, with many episodes in between. I am so excited to continue this as we get into the holiday season. I have some really cool things coming up in my shop. So if you want to check out my Etsy shop, it's at the Cheap Teak, or you can go to my other platforms, all at the Cheap Teak on there too. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's podcast episode, and I will see you next week. Bye.